uh, get out of your head. Avoid labeling yourself as an introvert in a great extent. Hello, beautiful people. I am Charisse. And I am Maria. And this is the Unquiet Silence Podcast. Hey there, Charisse. It's nice to see you again today. How are you? Mm, well, I'm feeling good and just working out on our research these days. How about you? Well, same here. This week has been getting productive lately, kinda stressful too, but there are some things that I'm really looking forward to happening, so yeah, I could say that it's still pretty good. Mm, stressful, but surviving. Well, that's good to hear, and of course, it's also nice to meet our guest for this episode. Are you excited to meet her up, Maria? Definitely, yes! Remember from having a first-year communication student guest, then a fourth-year one, and this time you will finally get to know more about the college journey of an AB Mass Communication graduate. So, cha, you know the drill! Oh yes, to our beautiful listeners, this is it! We are very much pleased to welcome our guest for tonight, Miss Eliza. Hello to you, Miss Eliza. Kindly introduce yourself to our listeners. Okay, so hi, my name is Eliza, but you can just call me Eli. I am 22 years old and a graduate of Bachelor of Arts in Mass Communication. Thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to talk with you today, Miss Eliza. So, how are you today, Miss Eliza? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me here. If I'm not mistaken, Ms. Eliza, you graduated like two or three years ago, right? Uh, yes, I was in the class of 2019. And if you don't mind me asking, after graduating, are you now pursuing a mass communication related career or you're pursuing a different path? Uh, this time, I haven't managed to apply or to use my skills in the field of mass communication because uh, back then when I was still studying, I managed to trigger a hormonal disorder within myself and I was discouraged in being placed in an environment where it's very, everything is, is on a fast pace or everything is stressful like media. So right now, I am temporarily an English tutor for Japanese students. Oh, that's interesting. I really think a lot of people can relate to this hormonal disorder, you know, especially during this situation. But it's great that you are still able to use your communication skills in your current job. So, like the previous guests we had, I'm also curious to know, Miss Eliza, as an introvert, why did you take mass communication? Uh, I like writing. Uh, that's mainly why I took AB Mascom and uh, funny because when I decided to take it, people were asking and telling me like, why Mascom? Like, you are a shy person and questions like, can you even keep up? And aren't people who take this course usually have strong and confident personalities and such? I chose not to hear what they're saying and I usually respond with, yes, I'm taking up this course. But to actually top up everything, I was about to study in a city far from my hometown, which means I need to rent a place near the school. And I was very nervous at the time, but I am also at the point where I want to shift my energy into a new environment and thinking about it excites me that time. So I really pursued mass communication. OMG, I also have an interest in writing, you know, but I don't really know how to start doing it so I shifted my attention to photo and video editing. And actually, it also happened to me as well when 
when I told my mom I was about to take AB Mascom, she immediately stared at me making sure that I heard what I just said. And yeah, I can relate to what you said, Miss Eliza, that the thought of shifting into a new environment really excites me even though I'm a bit nervous, but the feeling of enthusiasm would, you know, always prevail. And how about you, Mar? Let us know about your reasons. Well, actually, writing is also one of the main reasons why I took the ACOM. And back when I was still in senior high, I thought that I'm ready and prepared enough to face a new environment. But when you really get there and experience it firsthand, without the presence of your friends and those people you're already familiar with, it's really different and hard. But I agree that it's really exciting at the same time. So, Miss Eliza, how did you adjust and adapt to the stimulating environment? Uh, I adjusted and adapted by letting things be and letting the environment shape me. To start with, uh, the environment that I was in was indeed uncomfortable for me, but I chose, I chose it, so I have to deal with it, and eventually, I like it. It was both interesting and challenging, and I'm not a real fan of attention, but I actually enjoyed how people look at MassCom students as someone who are confident. And for me, who somehow belongs in that group, it seemed that I was introduced uh, to a new stage in my social life. It felt good, but of course, as a person who's introverted, I struggled with the people's impression when they get to know me and when they know that I am a MassCom student. Initially, they'd be like, Oh wow, you're a very outspoken person then, or you must be really good with people, or things like, you must be someone with great confidence. And I'd, I'd just let out a small laugh and I'd be like, oh my goodness, I am not. I am far from those things. And when I started, I am not that confident. I am not expressive. I am a person who's not really involved with what's happening around me and I like just letting things be. But of course, as I was leaning towards the environment I am in, I learned that to become an effective MassCom student, changes has to be made and new things that are met must be embraced. I could actually relate to that one, you know, the people's impression about you and your course. And during the first semester, I remember how terrified I was that time when people around me always told me those things. And it's really challenging to be put in situations where you really have to present yourself confidently. But it also feels satisfying once you've done and overcome it. Oh yes, I can also remember during my freshman year, Every time we were grouped with non-AB COM students, they would always choose someone who is a COM student to do the reporting because they believe we are all good at public speaking and confident enough, you know. It was indeed challenging but also very satisfying. So, Miss Eliza, speaking of embracing the new things that are met, how did your course help you get out of your shell and explore your abilities? As I was going forward and, of course, as the course demands, I started to learn and embody the ideals of a calm student. We are taught how to carry ourselves in terms of personality, character, and confidence. And of course, from the academic activities and tasks that we've been to, I learned to be more involved and interactive. Though I still struggle with social gatherings, I did manage to push myself 
to speak up or perform tasks whenever necessary. And from there, I observed that I can be shy and confident at the same time. Back then, as I've mentioned, I'm not really that involved and expressive, but over time, I learned to view things closely so I can share it to others and let them understand the weight of the message I'm trying to relay, of course, as a communication student. Wow, being shy and confident at the same time. I think we can both relate to this more. Am I right? Yes, being shy and confident at the same time, that's definitely me too. And I really find having those two opposing personalities important because of its balance. It's like, wow, I never really thought I could actually do this or do that. Being able to do things I once thought I could never do is continuously impressing and surprising me. So, Miss Eliza, being the shy and confident person you are, what was the most challenging or out-of-comfort zone thing you've done during your college days? Okay, so there are actually two things that I've done which are most challenging for me back then. First was when I became one of the MCs during an academic event, uh, when I was told that I'll be doing it, my mind immediately went blank. I was like, are you sure? Like me, an MC? I was nervously laughing and my thoughts that time were literally, no, this is too much. I can't do it and I've never imagined myself doing this, so please no. It's like my mind was begging me to say that, no, please no, Eli, please no. This might be a little exaggeration for others, but for someone who has a stage fright and gets anxious when the crowd's eyes are on her, my mind tends to easily shut off and I really want to decline because I don't want to embarrass myself and I really did not think I can do it. But then, a part of me also thought, wow, I was given a beautiful opportunity which means that I may have a potential in doing it. And so I did. Being on a stage in front of a crowd is terrifying for me, but to ease everything up, I was repeatedly telling myself, you are a MassCom student and act like one. And I did it. I managed to put myself out there and I learned that I really did have the potential. My classmates complimented me and some of our seniors even recognized me. It was terrifying, but that became one of the best nights I had. And from there, I was asked again to be one of the MCs for the other two events. And at the time, it was a larger crowd and a more challenging script. It still is terrifying, but I was starting to enjoy the potential that I didn't know I had. And I was very grateful back then. And then, second was when I became the chairperson of the organization I was in. Holding a big responsibility and managing people is really not uh, my forte. That makes me really uncomfortable. But with the mindset that I developed through my course, being confident how you bring out character, I managed to push through my administration and definitely learn that introverts can be a good leader too. So those are, so far, the two most challenging things that I did back then. Hearing these things makes me really miss our college life back then when we were still on a face-to-face setup. And how I wish those moments were not cut short and we could still do things that are out of our comfort zones. 
But unfortunately, because of the situation right now, we had no choice but to adapt to this another learning modality. But hopefully, um, before we graduate, we could experience face-to-face again. Right, Cha? I really hope so, Maria. Like, we only have a semester left to experience the face-to-face setup again. I don't want to end my college life like this. So, back to you, Miss Eliza. As an introvert who managed to finish college and graduated with a communication degree, how did you survive and thrive in an environment that you're not accustomed with? Uh, um, as a communication graduate who has an introverted personality, every time I'm compromised with things I'm not comfortable with, I just say to myself these two lines. I have to deal with it because I chose this and I have to let things be and allow everything there is to shape me. I always tell myself these lines because uh, back then, I have observed that my mind is both my greatest friend and my greatest enemy. Like, once a negative thought comes in, it takes me a lot of courage to tone it down and all of my tasks are affected. So every time my bubble of comfort is compromised, I always practice a good mindset and the need to feed my mind with encouraging thoughts because if my mind is good and calm, it reflects on my actions and I can easily get back on track. For me, these lines give me strength and at the same time eases me. And I think that's what made me survive to the environment I'm not really used to. Yes, Queen, same. Because of those lines, I survived. I survived the first three years in college and now I'm a fourth year student which is still very surreal to me. This challenging environment that we deal with just makes us quote-unquote resourceful, you know. We always make an effort to find ways on how to ease our minds and motivate ourselves. Indeed, and in my case, I also remind myself that things may get difficult for me, but just look back and remember those difficult times that I was struggling too, yet I managed to get through it. And so, for the present and future struggles that I'm about to deal with, I will always be able to overcome Yes, queen! And talking about struggling and overcoming, Miss Eliza, could you please share your college survival to thrival tips for introverts? Yeah, okay. This seems this seems so intense, no? Pero grabe ang survival to thrival tips. Uh, first off, uh, get out of your head. Pretend to be conscious and overthink things. But please know that not everyone's eyes are on you. Keep a good mindset and try to go through your day uh, with less worries. Second would be, be brave and push yourself. If you decide in moving towards a path where you know you'll be uncomfortable at some point, please learn to deal with it. May it be little or big steps, always try to deal with it. We all have to learn to push ourselves if we want to grow personally and professionally. And for introverts, that means we have to push ourselves into conversations and into situations where we are vulnerable. And uh, third, as much as possible, avoid labeling yourself as an introvert in a great extent. Labeling could mean carrying extra baggages. And at times, this isn't good since you might carry traits that aren't even your truths. Instead, focus on your skills and always see yourself as a unique individual. 
I never thought I needed to hear those things you've said, Miss Eliza. And I hate to admit this, but I've been overthinking a lot lately. Especially now that we are nearing our internship. I'm afraid of the things I've yet to know and encounter. But I guess this podcast will guide me and would really help me a lot. So I'm very grateful for your wise words. Same here, Maria. This is all I need to hear right now. And this podcast really helped us a lot. And I hope these words that we heard since episode 3 will absolutely touch our hearts and open our minds. And to you, Miss Eliza, what do you want to say to those introverted college students out there who are still having a hard time coping with college and doubting themselves because of their introversion? Uh, okay, for those students, um, please put in mind that there is nothing wrong with being introverted. If you're having trouble with it, just let it be, but learn to control your responses on it. An expert actually advises that embrace your quiet temperament because it can be an asset and can be your strength. Like, we have qualities that makes us efficient. Don't be too hard on yourself. Just keep on using the abilities you already have and try to learn and explore new things that may help you grow as a person. Little or big steps, uh, it doesn't matter as long as you are moving forward and as long as you are going towards growth as a person. To our beautiful listeners, this should be our daily mantra. Don't be too hard on yourself. Yes. And lastly, Miss Eliza, what can you also say to those introverted college students who don't consider their introversion as a hindrance to enjoy living and do the things they're best at in college? Wow, uh, I can say that's great and really good for them. I hope they have a fulfilling college experience while still embracing their introversion and uh, getting the time they need. So those people have great mindset and they're doing really good. Yes, we all hope the best for you guys, to all of us actually who are in college. Thank you so much for today, Miss Eliza. We will definitely reflect on those wise words that you've shared with us today. Very much appreciated. Thank you so much for accepting our invitation to have you here in our show, Miss Eliza. Thank you for your words of wisdom and your words of encouragement. Another week, another learning, and another inspiration. Hello, no. Thank you, Budgay, for having me. God bless Ainyohang podcast. It's really great. Can't wait Ainyohang next episode, which is kanang naagid we guest nga kanang speaker about inaana. Oh, thank you, Miss Eliza. Thank you for kaya. All right. I think having the show running for more than a month already is a blessing in disguise to us, right, Chuck? I mean, not only for the two of us, but of course to all our beautiful listeners out there too. Oh, I didn't notice that it's been a month already. I've been enjoying hearing a lot from our interesting guests, you know. And sure, it is a blessing for all of us here. So yeah, that's it. Thank you once again, Miss Eliza. We really enjoyed this episode and we hope you did too. And of course, we hope our beautiful listeners out there had a great time listening to our episode tonight. And if you do, please do not forget to follow us here on Spotify and on our Then Quiet Silence Facebook page. You can also check out the Unquiet Silence podcast YouTube playlist and feel free to leave your comments and suggestions there. Yes, we are so grateful to each and every one of you who joined us today on our 
fifth episode. We are looking forward to having you next Saturday for our final episode. Wow, I can't believe you're down in one last episode, Cha. But guys, do not worry. We still have a lot of things to discuss next Saturday, so please continue joining us on our podcast journey. Yes, tune in for another fruitful conversation next Saturday, guys. Thank you so much. I am Charisse. And I am Maria. And this this is the Unquiet Silence Podcast. A show for the silent people with the loudest minds. See you guys next Saturday.